Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's going on over there, Maddie J podcast? What's going on over there? Yeah, I was just uh, I was just watching paranormal shows with my wife, and uh, you'll never believe it, dude. I came out here and my, you know, I left the door a little bit cracked, right? Um, and the door slammed on its own, dude. I'm sitting here, extremely frightful at the moment, you know. Any little bump in the night that you hear after you're watching ghost stories on Destination America is uh it's gonna it's gonna make you freak out. So uh I'm trying not to I'm trying not to freak over here. <laughs> I do remember though, um my favorite show growing up was uh was Ghost Adventures. I used I just love that show, dude. And sometimes I still watch it from time to time. You know, you got the douchey host, though. My name is Zach Bagans. Yeah, dude, we know. Dude, you you only fucking have to be the center of attention every two seconds. But, um... What a great show, dude. Great editing. I remember my dad came downstairs one time. We just happened to be watching the same show. I was watching it downstairs, and he was watching it in his room upstairs. And he came down, and he was like, I was just watching the show, dude. I'm freaked out. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, uh, what, what? We were watching the same show, dude. Unbelievable. That in and of itself, that's nightmare fuel, dude. But, uh, how's, how's it going, man? My name is Matt Johnson. I never believed in podcasts until I started one. Yeah, what's going on? It's been an eventful week. You'll notice I have quite the hushed tone. Not only are there ghosts in my apartment, but, uh, my wife's sleeping, and it's like, it's, it's, it's after midnight. So we're going to let it all hang down, if you know what I mean. But yeah, I got I got my, my wiener out. I'm ready to podcast, you know. Yeah, dude, I, what, a, what a fucking week, man. It's um, it's not often that I'm, I'm left flabbergasted by the goings-on of the world. But uh, this week was one of them, dude. Just fucking Raven's did what they did last year, except they didn't fucking blow their fucking load in the second quarter, you know? They waited till the fourth quarter, and they just didn't stop doing it, you know? They just didn't stop fucking. John Harbaugh has this famous speech where he's like, you know, you guys are warriors. You got the hearts of lions you know, whatever, you know, I was, that's another thing with the NFL. It's like every game, like the team puts out their, like, 
well, every time they win, I should say, they put out their like their video of somebody who's mic'd up during the game. And like the thing I never understood about the pregame about football, which doesn't really happen in any other sport, is like there's like multiple dudes in multiple different scenarios, like saying the most cliche stuff, trying to hype their team up. It's like they're gonna come into our house. No, no. Today we dominate between the whistles together as a family. It's like, dude, how many times can you hear that in one career and still be motivated by that? That's one thing I never understood is like, oh, I didn't feel like playing. But now that you said a thousand cliches before the game, now I'm ready to go, you know. So, yeah, I was I don't even know my point. I was watching one of those, but uh. Yeah, so I guess whatever pep talk before the game worked, and uh, we didn't actually blow it this time on defense. And uh, to say I wasn't nervous when we were up like 35-13 to 13, um, would be a complete lie. Because we were up 35-14 last year and fucking lost. So um, I'm just glad that we... Uh, this seems, you know, we seem to have... Turned a page this year, I hope. Uh, we did lock up the number one seed, and there's no way of us blowing that at this point, uh, which is a great thing. I mean, you got any team that comes, any team that fucking comes, dude, they got to come inside of us, right? But any team that um, wants to go to the Super Bowl theoretically has to come through Bomber and um you know all of our fucking stupid crazy fans so that's pretty good right Dean and fucking Dundalk is probably fucking super pumped about going to the games um and in a way we need Dean and Dundalk to wear his camo pants and uh the mohawk purple face costume you know we need those guys in the stands i always wondered like what are what are those guys wives think just what a a fucking loser i'm married to guy dresses up in a fucking purple headdress and camo pants like he's in the fucking army to go drink 18 beers at a football game (laughs) i don't know man apparently it works though Um, Because there's a bunch of those guys out there. But yeah, we locked up that number one seed. Just the one thing I'm worried about, though, is uh, what happened in 2019, which is very similar to this year. We just look like unfucking beatable And then we get into the playoffs and just lay the biggest fucking cunt ever. Um, That's not even an expression, but that's just how it felt, you know. It was, it was the biggest blue balls in in fandom history, dude. Just the pure excitement of the team. We hadn't lost since like week three, and here it was the first round of the playoffs. You know, after the first round by, so the divisional round, and we just fucking lay an egg, and uh, we just get embarrassed at home, and everybody just ridicules us. Not in real life, but online. So it might as well be real life. And it's just like, dude, I don't know. I don't know how much I can take this. That um, 
that necktie in my closet. It's looking like a pretty... I think that can hold some weight on it, you know? Um, if you'll excuse me, I, uh, I've had many... I had this new place. I went to this new place for lunch, and I thought, well, 30 minutes later, I'll have diarrhea. Well, now, no, it's hitting me... It's hitting me nine, ten hours later. Um, it's called Bubba Coos. Bubba Coos Burritos. And I'll tell you what. That reminds me of something. I'm going to talk about how shitty Chipotle is when I get back from taking this dump. So uh, bear with me. It'll only be a second for you. It'll be at least an hour for me. All right. Tarkovsky. Once again, it's come out to Dukore! And they're up above the line! Oh my, what a hit! Oh my, what a moment! All right, it's now the next day at 9.30 p.m. Just kidding, it was like 15 minutes, but I uh, appreciate you uh, you bearing with me there. So, dude, yeah, I was just getting into um, Chipotle, and what a motherfucker that is, dude. I know, these are all first world problems. Anyone listening in Guinea or some shit is probably going to be like, really? This is what you have to deal with? I can't even... I have gangrene, dude. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, man. I mean, you go to day-to-day in this life. This, these are the kind of troubles you have. What can I say? Um, human beings were meant to bitch and complain, and this is my fucking area of uh, consideration for that. Consideration for that, all right? So just give me a break, dude. Um... Guy from Guinea who's starving, just give <laughs> give me a break, man. All right. So uh, yeah, I was in Chipotle, and you know, it's just the, anytime I go there, man. I mean, I I really do like the food. It's just like the customer service fucking sucks, dude. Everyone, anytime I go in there, they look at me like they want to fucking murder me just for like I'm the asshole for going and ordering food. Like, this last time, uh, I went earlier this week, and uh, I get to the front of the line, and she she says, can I help you, but she's not looking at me, so I don't know, like, she's not looking at the guy next to me either, like, to my left, so I don't know, I was on my phone a little bit, I don't know if he's ordered, or what the fuck's going on, who she's talking to. So I just kind of stand there and then she's like, she says it again, more like urgently, still not looking at me. So I was just like, okay, I guess she's talking to me. So I just start fucking saying what I want, you know, I'll take a burrito. Oh, you know, any conversation that starts like that, you're just like, dude, a who, what do you mean a who, what would a who be at fucking Chipotle? A fucking burrito. Have you not heard that word? What the fuck is wrong with you? 
And like, I could tell by her fucking little workstation there, dude. It's um, I'm getting food poisoning, dude. There's no way around that. It was like rice everywhere, dude. She's in charge of three things, like white rice, brown rice, and fucking two kinds of beans, dude. And you would not believe. <laughs> I guess it must have been so fucking difficult to keep, just to manage that, you know, to fucking, now I see why people want to pay someone like $3 an hour to do this shit, because you know what, like you get $3 an hour worth of effort from the people who work there, I get it dude, it's a shitty job, you don't want to do it, but everybody starts out like that, I had a shitty job that I didn't want to do either, I wasn't, I didn't fucking like, want to murder people who came into Panera Bread um, when I had to make them a sandwich, you know? It was just, I just figured, like, I'm only going to do this a couple years, and then, you know, I'll actually get a real job. I don't know, dude. Not everybody has those opportunities, Matt. Well, I, you know, what do you want me to do, dude? Like, that's why you got to try hard in school. You got to fucking try to make something of yourself or else you will be that person who's 40 years old making burritos but this wasn't a person like that it was like a um dude trust me man all right any any young kid listening the world is fucking ruthless all right no one gives a fuck what you deserve and what you don't deserve if you're a lazy fuck you're going to get treated like a lazy fuck and you will never be given anything worthwhile so it's up to you. Do you want to be a lazy fuck or not? I'm talking to you, rice and fucking bean lady at Chipotle, dude. It's like, yeah, I know you deserve so much better and blah, blah, blah. Just fucking take take pride in what you do, dude. Be the best fucking filler. You don't even have to fill it. You just you start the burrito process. Be the best burrito process starter that's ever worked at Chipotle. And I mean that with all sincerity. Like, what's stopping you from... Like, that's the attitude you have to have in anything you do at the workplace. It's like, oh, I fucking... You know, I dump an Excel spreadsheet. So I'll fuck, well, be the best person who fucking, you know, formulates spreadsheets, do it the quickest, find some little niche that makes you better than everyone else. What the fuck do you want me to do, dude? I... Can't save the world here. I'm just trying to order a fucking burrito. Anyway. Um, so yeah, she gets over wanting to murder me. And not, just still hasn't looked me in the eye. She's like, just slopping the fucking shit on there. Normally I ask for like extra rice. Because I'm a carbo freak, dude. Um, I just like to load up on carbs at lunch. Because uh, I like to work out after work. And I find that I have more energy um, when I have extra protein and carbs at lunch, dude, I'm a fucking macro biologist, dude. Um, so anyway, yeah, she just slops it together and doesn't even look at me. Doesn't even look the whole time. And it's like, she's talking to me, but she, you know, it's like it, nothing, there's no like intent of me hearing anything. She mumbled something, and I just like, yeah, I'll take the black beans. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck she was saying. 
But, you know, I mean, like, how hard can that job be, dude? It's like, come on, like, take pride. Like, if if you are the best person ever at doing that, your manager is going to notice and they're going to promote you. Like, because, believe it or not, people who give a fuck are so few and far between nowadays. It's like, as a manager, when I see that, I'm like, all right, we got to do anything we can to hold on to this person. Let's give him more money. Let's give him a raise. Give him more opportunity. Like, you just have no idea, so don't be a lazy fuck. That's my advice. Any young people listening, let's face it though, nobody, nobody young is listening to this shit. Talking about fucking ordering a damn burrito <laughs> on my lunch break. All right, well fuck it. Anyway, if you have a uh, a Bubba Coos burrito near you, it's a very good spot, dude. Not only did they look me in the eye and treat me like a gentleman, dude. A tax-paying fucking citizen. Um, They gave me extra meat and charged me $14 for one burrito. That I just shit out now. And I'll tell you, from in- ingesting the burrito to shitting it out nine hours later, I gotta say it was a pretty pleasant experience. So, I don't know, man. I just think... It's the same thing at any Chipotle I go to. I don't know what it is about them, but, like, they don't give a fuck, dude. They'll just hire anybody just to say, like, you know, just to say, like, uh, we'll take you from rags to riches here, man, if you just work with us. But they don't train them at all to, like, be good workers. (laughs) Like, I understand the idea. It's like you want to, like, promote a healthy work environment for people to succeed and possibly earn college credits, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, man, the people who work in there, they ain't college material, all right? There's a reason college wasn't an option for most of them. Dude, there's this one kid. He just looks like a fatter version of me, but he just looks like, uh, he, he looks like he came back from Vietnam, you know, like two days ago. He just has this dead fucking stare. And like I wonder like when I, like he's the why do they why does Chipotle do that? They put the fucking worst person ever as the starting person. So he's the starting person at another restaurant who handles the beans and the fucking rice. And uh he just has dead eyes, dude. Like he's just he he's not even there, man. He's thinking about Hill 346 back in Nam, you know? I don't know, dude. The point is, there's a bunch of other spots that are way better. So just don't go to Chipotle, you know? And then I looked online. It's like, none of them are above, like, three and a half stars. It's like, dude, there's no way I... Like, if I'm looking on Google Maps for restaurants around me, um... If I see anything lower than a like a four two, it's like it's out, dude. You're fucking out. So I'm like, why the fuck am I going here? Let me find a new spot. So I found Bubba Coos, dude. You gotta go to Bubba Coos. Dude. Talking about burritos, man, on the Maddie J podcast. Well, I try to give you some good advice about what to do and what to look out for. So this is part of that. Um and this is what I think about. This is what gives me insomnia at uh at at twelve thirty a.m. I was talking with A Train via text, 
and uh we were talking just about insomnia and how our wives can like literally sleep through a fucking hurricane or whatnot mount fuji eruption or whatever but uh um like we both struggle with insomnia and we're trying to figure like what why do why does my brain literally my brain functions at 75% of the normal speed of a human being during the day and uh of course at night it's at like a thousand i don't understand dude why can't retardation during the day carry over into the night i just don't get it you know so uh man that's something some for the doctors who listen to the Maddie J podcast to figure out why the fuck does my brain keep going at night, dude? And these are the types of things I think about. Just meaningless shit. Like, you know, daydreaming, fantasizing about teaching the girl at Chipotle, you know, how to care. <laughs> how to care about the beans, dude. <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyway, man, yeah, just, I don't know what to say, just, uh, take your money, well, like my dad always says, you know, you speak with your feet, I think that's, the gist of it basically means, like, you, um, you walk away if something's not, something's not good, you know, and I've, uh, I've had a couple opportunities to do that, um, and I have a couple of times, you know, like there was this one time in college, um, I had to do something at the bookstore for like, like to graduate or something. I had to like put my name somewhere or whatever. I don't know. I was talking to some lady and, uh. I was like, yeah, I'm here to put my name on the thing or whatever to graduate. And she's like, well, did you apply to graduate? And I was like, no, uh, not yet. I didn't know I was supposed to do that. And she just like laughs in my face. And it wasn't like, ha, 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 you silly, silly kid. Silly 20-year-old kid. Oh, man, you got a lot to learn. It was just like, ha, what a retard. Just like right in my face. So I was like, you know what? Never mind. I'll just come back another day and talk to somebody else. And uh, and I started walking away. And she's like, wait, wait, don't do that. Just come back. I was just joking. It's like, shut up, bitch. Um, but yeah, I went back there. Because, you know, I got to graduate. So, you know, there's a couple times my dad's theory here applies. It's like, uh, you know, just walk with your feet you know as opposed to like your hands or or your or your knees <laughs> is that what he said walk with your feet just like fucking speak with your feet just like if you don't like something just fucking walk out and there's another time i should have fucking uh should have fucking walked out but i i just got hosed cuz i was young and i was buying a car by myself for the first time so I was, i'm in the i'm in the fucking chair dude once once Roger has you in the chair, man, you're fucked, you know, that's this guy trying to sell me a car, and, uh, and I didn't realize that, like, if at any point you don't like what's going on, you can just fucking leave, dude, 
until you've signed something, I don't care how long it's taken to be up to that point. Because, like, back then, I was just like, well, I've already taken up two hours of this man's time, this gentleman's time. You know, I'd be a fucking asshole if I didn't sign these papers and give him three extra thousand dollars for a fucking warranty that's already just as good as the factory warranty that I'm paying three fucking thousand extra for, you know? So yeah, he sells me on that because I felt bad because I'd wasted so much of his time um, or I would have if I had just walked out at that moment. But nowadays I'm like, dude, if I had that moment back, you know, I wish I could have just walked the fuck out of there and saved probably at the end of the day five or six thousand dollars when you think about how much interest was on that shit. So, you know, you just live and learn, dude. And, uh... You know, if I'm ever buying a car, dude, Bill Burr had, like, this great bit about his brother. His brother just loves going into, like, car dealerships and fucking with these guys all day and just not buying something. (laughs) But, like, when he actually goes to buy a car, he'll bring it, like, like, his thing is, he'll bring, like, an extra large coffee to the dealership like as he's looking and then once a salesperson comes up to him he'll be like you know hello how can i help you today he'll be like oh uh tony yeah i got my coffee here man you're in for a long day dude i hope you're ready and he just starts off like that dude and he says his brother just asks a million questions and by the end of the fucking day all they want to do is get this guy out the door So what they do, they actually offer them pretty good deals. (laughs) So it's like a strategy. So, you know, next time I'm going to do that, you know, a variation of that, which is just like, yeah, I'm just going to go in and just tell the guy, dude, I hate to say this, but I might be your worst nightmare today. And uh, luck of the draw, lucky you, you got me. And then, you know, not even give a fuck about the questions I ask. Just ask questions just to ask them, dude. And, um, you know, I just have, like, a totally different strategy, you know. And at, and if I don't like something, I'll fucking walk out, dude. That's what that's what I didn't do last time. And, uh, and you know, I kind of got bitched a little bit. And I was like, dude, I ain't letting this happen again. Not to fucking Maddie J podcast. That's not happening. So uh, that's all I gotta say, man. Like, you know, walk with your feet, as my dad would say. You know, that's what you gotta do. So yeah, I mean, what does one do at fucking twelve, twelve, twelve forty-five now at night? Um. What I do is I talk to myself in a dark room with my dog fucking... Dude, what is that? He fucking has sleep apnea, dude. I swear to God. He's like... (laughs) Just all night, dude. At this point, I've gotten used to it, but, you know. So I'm a sleep, sleep apnea dog, 12.30 at night, talking about burritos. I mean, what more do you want from me? So, uh, we played the Steelers this week. I hope we fucking... I don't even... 
Dude, it's so nice watching a football game when you don't give a fuck about what happens when it's your team. You know, I just don't give a fuck, dude. I just don't want anyone to get injured who's important. Third string quarterback, yeah, go just break your fucking leg. Who cares? No. It's just the thing is about the Steelers though, they have this one guy, TJ Watt, who's a total piece of shit, dude. Um, when we played him in like week five or whatever, he literally punched our wide receiver in the fucking throat. And uh he's just a douchebag. Um, so I guarantee you if you know Harbaugh had made the decision to play Lamar to like try not to be rusty or whatever for the playoffs, he would have fucking dove for ankles, ACLs, fucking plantar fasciata joints, uh, just to try to just to try to fuck with us, dude, because he's a total fucking asshole. So uh, I'm not saying tomorrow I hope for anything bad to happen to the Steelers. I just don't want them to feel any happiness whatsoever. I want our backups to beat them and them to get knocked out of the fucking playoffs, dude. That's what I want. Is that too much to ask? Uh, Just like walking into Chipotle and someone saying, hi, can I help you? There's a few times I've actually walked into one, and this is another thing that's happened... I've walked into a Chipotle and literally had a stare off with the fucking person. And like, they didn't say like, hi, how can I help you or anything like that? They just stared at me and waited for me to talk and give him my order. So I didn't do that. I just stared at him back and it gets super uncomfortable. But at that point, it's like a battle of who's going to talk first and uh, a couple of times I've broken down just because there's, like, people behind me. And, like, it got that uncomfortable <laughs> to where I didn't want to do it anymore. But I've I've waited a couple more times. I think the record's probably, like, over 30 seconds of us just looking at each other. Or at least what it felt like 30 seconds. Just fucking... And they still didn't say anything to me, you know? It was just like... <laughs> just not can i help you it's just like huh? is it is it burrito you know like they just I, I don't get it man i don't know what they're doing over there but fuck them stop going in there go to bubba coos anyway uh maddie j podcast at gmail.com that's the fucking website it's not a website it's an email um maddie j podcast on instagram all one word um, do what my dad said and walk with your feet, dude. That's the best advice I can give. And, uh, you know, try to have a good day today, whatever day you're listening. Even if it's a fucking like Tuesday afternoon, you're like, dude, dude, Tuesday is, you know, like Seinfeld. We're talking about days of the week here. Tuesday has no feel, right? You can tell it's Tuesday cause it just doesn't feel like anything. You know, Monday just feels like shit. Tuesday, you don't feel Tuesday. Wednesday, you're like, all right, I might be able to get through this. Thursday, Thursday's an underrated day of the week. I will say that. Thursday has all the trappings of Friday. Um, And, you know, let's face it. When you go into work on Friday, you don't do anything Friday. Nobody gets anything done on Friday. It's basically a free day. Um... And it's clearly the best day of the week. I don't care what anyone says. Saturday, I'm already thinking about how fucked I am on Monday. So, you know what? 
there's your seven days of the week, according to the Maddie J podcast. Um, all one word on Instagram and Maddie J podcast at gmail.com. Um, Tuesday has no feel, really. So hopefully you're not listening to this on Tuesday. I I would advise Friday, but I record. It's already Saturday morning. <laughs> Matt, it's literally impossible to do what you say um, as far as listening to your show. Um, I don't know if you like making it impossible on your, on your listeners, but uh, great job if so. Anyway, uh, have a good weekend, and uh, I'll see you. I'll see you around the bend at a Chipotle near you.